Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here, and welcome to our bonus content as we work on putting Ostium Season 6 together. We're continuing with our Behind the Ostium series as we go in-depth with the making and discussion of how each episode of Ostium came to be, as well as much more. I am joined by Dwayne Farver, a big fan of the show and creator of the spin-off podcast, Manifestations. If you enjoy the Behind the Ostium series, you can get full access to over 50 episodes right now by supporting Team Ostium on Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll also get access to a bunch of other bonus content on there too. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We'll continue working on getting Ostium Season 6 ready for release in 2022, but for now, sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Ostium. Alrighty, episode 29, Syzygy. Um, what was, oh, original title I had for this episode was Behind the Curtain. We find out what the blackness is. Um, so in this one, Jake and Dave, after what seems like many, many years, but isn't that long, finally meet. <laughs> um, I intentionally had Jake doing a How 9000 reference. Um, to begin with, not just because it's fun and cool and I like that movie, but it immediately helped Dave not shoot him <laughs> because he would be able to recognize what, what, yeah, I was trying to think what thing would work right away that would just disarm Dave in a way that making him understand this is that Jake, this is the real Jake, this is my Jake that I've been looking for. Um, and I realized that was it that worked, um, I think, well as a little device um, just to diffuse the situation and make it clear that he wasn't going to shoot the main character. Um, they then swap their tragic, intense horror stories that they've both been through over the last, again, seemingly eons, but it could be 10 minutes for all we know. Um, I did have fun playing with a little with the language because you've got American Jake meeting English Dave and dealing with some uh, vocabulary issues. Uh, 
there are some truly hilarious outtakes of Chris <laughs> doing the voice of Jake for his Yankee slang. <laughs> Just <laughs> trying like 10 different versions of it and stuff. Um, I think I did release that. It's somewhere on the Patreon. Um, so go look for that. Or maybe I'll, I'll link it in here. Maybe that'll be good. So that was very entertaining. I always like to push Chris however I can and make him tricky, you know. Uh, what was it? Early in the season, it was... Uh, or was it in this one? He speaks the language of Morgoth. Yeah, it's in this one, episode two, I make him speak the language of Morgoth. Um, you have them drinking an unusual tea, which is another little tea reference I had to put in there. Um, but the idea that this is the 1700s and... Um, I don't know at this point if the tea podcast I've been working on with Taryn and Mike um, called While There Is Tea, There Is Hope has been released, but having researched a lot into that, I would also know that there was very little tea at this time. So even though it, well, I didn't know at that point when I was writing it, it worked out that there was kind of this weird bad drink that's not really tea, but they called it tea because tea hadn't been widely distributed yet especially not in Roanoke. Um, the lights being on, like the fire and things like that, and especially neither of them knowing that any of them, either of them had done it or how they'd started, gave a little kind of supernatural feel to it. And I felt was a little nod to Ostium's always watching, <laughs> even when you don't think it is. Um, that things are still under the control of whatever Ostium is running on. Um, and then you see Jake saying he can now control the blackness with no problem. Um, it's a sign that he's kind of found some new powers that he didn't know he had before that have fully developed um, kind of what he's been through here. It's kind of opened up things, possibly turned on genes, quiet dormant genes that he didn't know he had things like that. Um, but it was a kind of opening shot of showing that this is a new Jake and there are new things to be seen from this Jake. And this is just the start of it. Um, I did fill in the link with uh, Jake seeing Dave in the land of the Anasazi, which was a little loophole thing there because that reference is in there if you listen to that episode again um, and you're not really sure who Jake is seeing. And now we find out it's actually Davey seeing um, I threw in the little seemingly waste of time note about uh, Dave correcting Jake on an X-Files episode title because um, it was, I think, shortly after that episode had been released that a fan on Twitter told me about this correction, this error, this grave error that I make about referencing an X-Files title. And unfortunately, I didn't keep the person's name handy but it was burned in the back of my mind that I would in some way make reparations. <laughs> so I had a chance to do it here. So him yelling at Jake is more me yelling at myself. <laughs> um, you have them retelling their stories from their points of view, which is, can be fun because you get different aspects of the stories that we've just kind of listened to, um, different details of things going on. So it was kind of fun to kind of play around with that a little bit, much like the um, Ostium little um, um, short episode, uh, I can't what it was called, Road Trip? No, it wasn't Road Trip, something like that, where Jake and Monica go on a trip to um, out somewhere and they each tell the story from their points of view and they are vastly different stories. So I was kind of going for a similar thing here. 
Um, I had a mention about Fort Bragg and the events happening on there, which was kind of setting up for stuff, what's going to happen in the next episode leading into that. Um, but also exonerating Dave as not being part of what happened there, um, just to make it clear for them. As I said, I had fun then having Chris say the lines of the Nazgul. <laughs> Again, I think there are various takes on that too, but I thought you did a really good job with pronouncing it. Not that we would necessarily know, but it sounded good enough. <laughs> um, I intentionally had when Jake is retelling his story that he skips the falling clones and that whole bit there. And it was something I realized after I'd written it and I think even um, recorded part of it when, I, when he was doing it, um, that I realized there was, I had to like, think to myself, well, why did I do that? I had to have an explanation for that. And I didn't have one at first and it took me a little while to think it over and realize what I felt felt right for Jake is the reason he didn't talk about those wasn't just because I forgot to put it in, but more, it was a really hard thing for him to confront and deal with and that he wasn't comfortable sharing that with anyone else at this point. Um, I was thinking time he would be, but at this point it felt right that he wanted to keep that to himself, that he was still dealing with the ramifications of what he saw with that. Um, so the episode ends with Jake showing off that he has new abilities um, and almost giving him a intentional almost wizardly appearance with his new abilities and things like that, which again, sets up nicely with the previous references to Lord of the Rings and such forth. Um, okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. And also it sets up a little bit with what's going to happen at the end of season four, as we do. Um, and for once, unlike we've had in many other episodes where Jake has no clue really what he's doing and just going by the seat of his pants, he, this new Jake now knows what's going to happen next, knows he's in control and intends to lead the way to do it. So that's kind of another new sign of this new and improved Jake, Jake 2.0. <laughs> Uh, and that's my biggest note from here that uh, that I have is how Jake felt um, he knew where and when he needed to be to meet Dave. Mm -hmm. Dave questions him on, well, how did you know I would be here? And Jake, well, I felt like this is where you, you would be at. Um, I think it was going a little bit too with the, I remember the bit and at the end of Back to the Future 1 and beginning of Back to the Future 2 when You've got, you know, Doc gets zapped into the past, into the 1800s um, through a bolt of lightning and Marty's stuck there and doesn't know what the hell he's going to do. And that's how the movie kind of ends on the cliffhanger. And then the movie starts up Sparkly 2 with this guy showing up and says, hey, I've got a letter for you. It was written 150 years ago, but I was told to give it to you on this date at this time right now. And so I was going, I think, a little bit of pulling from that and playing with that. And it really set 
in my mind anyway, that there was definitely, I don't know if we call them powers or abilities or mm-hmm. whatever, but the, that Jake had access to more um, control over... He leveled up. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the effects of Ostium. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was something Jake was bringing out um, or that he was able to channel from Ostium, I wasn't sure, but it, it was like he, instead of needing the apparatus of Ostium, he was able to create the effects from Ostium. Channel from Ostium, that's an, I might want to write that one down because it has nice <laughs> links with stuff that happens later on in future seasons and stuff, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and the, the final note was about um, the blackness needing to be stopped. And of course, we were going back to the beach house where it was like the most, other than Jake seeing the clones of, of himself, probably the most um, horrific episode mm-hmm. we have, we've ever had in Ostium. Right. So it was, it was, it was kind of obvious that it would have to, we would have to go there eventually to find out why, right. what happened mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the um, working titles when I was working out these last few episodes of how they all fitted together was um, Nexus. And I knew because it was this kind of coming together point that was going to have to happen and, it didn't work out that title worked in any way, but um, it was definitely a direction I knew I was going to. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.